The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 cash and $250 gift card to the winner. Enter exclusively today on the SGPN app. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to another action-packed episode of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 244. This one's going to go out to Dunkin' Donuts for helping bring you this, this episode. No, they're not a sponsor, but they are bringing you this episode, whether they know it or not. Uh, thank you for coming to the show. I'm one of the hosts. Uh, we don't have Dunkin' Donuts. up. Well, do we have Dunkin' Donuts in Canada? I think we have a few, but... We're mostly Tim Hortons up here. Uh, this would be Jeff Chalks Fox. Thanks for coming to the podcast. We are back in your ear holes with our second part of our UFC fight night. Who's fighting again? It's Lewis. It's Spivak. It's UFC fight night. Lewis versus Spivak, a.k.a. UFC Vegas 65 going down this Saturday. Last episode, you can listen if you haven't already. You should listen to every episode for crying out loud right to the end. And you should rate and subscribe and all that stuff and tell all your friends about it, obviously. But uh, if for some reason you missed the last episode, we broke down the seven fight prelim card. Make sure you go back there because there's a lot of disagreements. Let me tell you, mom and dad are disagreeing on things again. We'll see if we're on the same page here. Um, I'm the dad. We'll bring in the mom. It would be the one and only Daniel Gumby Vreeland. Hello. Hi, mommy. I'm, I'm fine mother. with that role. I'm fine with that role. Fine. Yes. Yes. All right. You think we're going to disagree a lot on this one or what? How many do we? I, I usually I recap our picks. I forgot to do it last time. I'm, time, so we I'm going. Them. I'm going to guess that we are going to disagree on exactly one fight. Oh, okay. And you know How's which that? one, do you? I think I do. Yes, I'm actually pretty certain I know which one. All right. Looks like. All right. We were uh, we disagreed in three out of the seven, so it wasn't a huge amount. It was, it was just right at the start of the episode, so it looked like we were going to be be like a couple of rams on a mountain smashing horns with each other or whatever they do they do that right sure rams? yeah, yeah. We're, we're a couple I mean, of rams the, you're the one in canada so yes that's true there's rams all over the place if you look up my window there's a ram walking down the street i'm sure um all right this is a pretty <laughs> solid main card um we got some chunky guys we got some up-and-comers that we like um i guess that's it <laughs> we got chunky guys and we have one up-and-comer we like right yeah maybe yeah <laughs> maybe all right. What if I told um, you there's an up and comer I like, but also don't like? Ah, really? Yeah. That's, there's, that's, I guess there's that's a riddle. two up. It is. Hmm. Like, there's technically two up and comers, I guess, technically on this fight card, right? I guess and it depends on your definition of yeah, these things. And we're probably going to pick both, but we're going to just, uh, one of them is, yeah. Anyhow, let's just one of get into an it. Actual dis- one of them is yes. actually an up and comer. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's actually jump into it, shall we? Enough beating around the bush here because we don't. We've had so many technical problems, technological problems over the past day or so. We, we uh, don't want to push your luck here. So let's get down with the main card, UFC Fight Night, Lewis versus Spivak. It's on ESPN+. Plus. It is a 4 p.m. Eastern card. Um, 1 p.m. for the prelims, 4 p.m. for the main card, Eastern time. So do not uh, miss and forget that. So uh, we're going to start with welterweights. Jack Della Madalena versus Danny Roberts. 
Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts, to be exact. He's 18 and six, eight knockouts, five submissions. Okay, uh, um, I'm going to pause it here and ask Gumby Hot Chocolate. Do you know where the nickname comes from? Because you're the nickname I, guy. I don't. And you, okay. I think you've asked me this every time because, but I think <laughs> probably last time you asked me about it, I was like, I, I don't even know to speculate. And you were like, I think it's probably because he's sexy and in a black guy. Um, and that's what you said, and so I'm just that, what you that said. sounds like something I would probably would say. did I really say that? Hmm, sexy it was, I'm, I'm probably paraphrasing, but like roughly, yeah, roughly that's what you said. All right, maybe we'll call this episode sexy black guy, but maybe not. It, it may be problematic. I, I don't yeah. want, anyhow, yeah, I'm not objectifying these fighters, but yeah, no, I'm all good. right, uh, Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts, who uh, 18 to 6, eight knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. Seven and five in the UFC. He's won two of his last three. He's also won two of his last five. Um, he's lo- did lose his last fight. So he's won none of his last one fights. I should start saying that stat. 2010 was his pro MMA debut. Republicans have captured control of the house, Dan. I just got a breaking news update. So there you go. Republicans are in charge of your house, Dan, when you get back home. Probably not, probably not my house. I'm from Massachusetts, and I'm recording at a Dunkin' Donuts. So, <laughs> um, Roberts, yeah, this Roberts, um, I did not expect it to go all, all the places it's gone, but uh, I'm almost done it. Uh, he's two inches taller than Della Maddalena, one inch of reach on him. He's been outstruck in the UFC barely. Uh, he's been outstruck by minus 0.19 strikes per minute, so meaning his opponents have hit him 0.19 uh, times more per minute than he has hit them to be exact. Uh, grappling stats are in his favor over Della Maddalena. Plus 345, Jack Della Maddalena. A lot of people just call him Jack Della, do they not? That's uh, or, I think they Della. do, but his last name is Della Maddalena, which yeah, I found thing, out. Yeah. yeah, which I found out recently because I found, I was like looking up stuff on him before I interviewed him. By the way, you should check out his interview on Top Turtle MMA. Um, yeah, it's, fun. it's fun. He calls me a legend, uh, which is cool. You know, um, that's just an expression they say in Australia. You know that, right? I, I think so, but I'm going to clip it. <laughs> no, I'm telling it. you it is. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clip it and make it my ringtone anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, legend, Gumby. Anyway, I was looking at his Instagram, and his wife's last name is now Della Maddalena, too. And I was like, oh, the whole thing's the last name. Cool. Yeah, so um, is is uh, Cormier on the call? Is he going to call him uh, Jack Maddalena Della this week or what? I love when he mixes them up like you do. Yep, that's oh, so much fun. All right. This is taking forever. All right. Uh, Della Maddalena, 12 and 2, 10 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. So he's been finished in both his fights. However, they were his first two pro MMA fights. He has won 12 straight fights since then. He's not lost since May of 2016. He's won two straight in the UFC, both via TKO. 1 0 in the Katana Series. That's where he first burst onto our radar, other than Gumby's radar. I'm sure Gumby knew him. Uh, I'm sure Gumby watched his first two losses live. Um, <laughs> Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Yes. Oceanic championships, I assume. More yeah, than likely. He's, he's, yeah. He's mostly fought down in, in like external and stuff like that. Yep. He's nine years younger than Mr. Hot Chocolate. Striking stats in his favor and he's outstruck his, he, uh, sorry, he's 2.6 times more active landing strikes than Roberts. He's outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by 3.56 strikes per minute. So he's really putting it on them. Minus 470. You know, I, I can't resist the minus 470 line, Dan. That's such a such a great line, uh, there, obviously. There's no reason to be tempted on this one anyway. Like, no. Jack Della is so much better than Danny Roberts. And the thing yes. about Danny Roberts, too, is that, like, 
Yes. If you look at it, just like his strikes absorbed per minute, it doesn't look so bad, right? Because he's, he's only absorbing like 3.32. I think I saw strikes per minute and you're like, Oh, that's not so bad. That's actually kind of a low number. If you study these types of things, but the problem with that is it's been against a lot of inactive strikers who have done that to him and lowered the number. So if you look at just his striking defense, he gets hit with every other strike or so that is thrown his way. And that's dangerous as hell against Jack Tilla Madalena. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he 80 punches from Francisco Trinaldo, a guy who's notoriously like lethargic in the cage. So like when you get in there with Jack Della Madalena and he's mixing it up and he's throwing those hooks, dude, like, I mean, he's just going to knock him out. Silly. Oh, we're going with the knockout prop maybe to make. Yes. I mean, he's back to back knockouts in the first round, yeah. including knocking yeah. out Ramazan Amiev. Like, yeah. dude, yeah, definitely. I mean, knockout prop. I saw some people digging for the, um, the KO one prop. I don't know if it was in the discord or I saw somebody posted on Twitter. I think I'm going to lean away from the KO one prop because he's knocked out two people in a row in the first. I think Danny Roberts is going to be tentative enough that he might not get them in the first, but the knockout prop is still like negative 175, which I think is pretty tempting. Yes, sir. It definitely um, knocks, uh, knocks down the minus 470 into a more favorable betting range. All right, let's move on to a, actually, no, let's move on to win bet. We should always move on to WinBet. WinBet, we're brought to you by WinBet. And if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week, we'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet, from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet, so you know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're going to stick with the welterweights. Andre Fialo versus Muslim Salikov is the fight here. I'm going to tell you about... Let's tell you about Salikov first. King of Kung Fu. Says who? Says him, I guess. He's 18-3. 12 knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. He's 5-2 and two in the UFC. Got TKO'd his last fight. Used to fight at, up at middleweight. Is a Sanda champion. Multiple times over, like a world champ. A professional kickboxer as well. Striking stats in his favor over Fialo. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by about a half a strike per minute. Strike differential of plus 0.48. Grappling stats in his favor as well over Fialo, minus 110. Andre Fiala, 16 and 5 with one no contest. He's been not uh, he's got 13 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times. Two and two in the UFC. The pattern is loss, win-win, loss for him. He got knocked out his last fight. He was 0-1 with one no contest in PFL, 4-1 in Bellator. He's an inch taller than Salikov, four inches of reach on him, 10 years younger. He's been outstruck by almost three strikes per minute in the UFC. Uh, minus 2.93 strikes per minute, minus 110. Did I really go first last time? I think he just jumped right in on me, didn't you? Should I go first now? You you I'll can go it. first if you'd like. I'm taking Fialo. I'm sad that he's not a plus 155 dog like he was when it opened. Hopefully, if you're listening to this and you're in on Fialo, you got in on that dog. 
a lot of people got in on him. Apparently, he's pushed it all the way up to a pick uh since that. Um, Selikov just looked really bad his last fight. Like, very washed up, very old. Um, so I'm fading him. Uh, you got to take a guy that's 10 years younger and has and has size advantage on him. So give me Fialo, even though it's already minus 110 now. Agree wholeheartedly. I, I think yep. he looked slow his last time out. Ugh. I think he looked we lethargic. Both picked him, I think. Yeah, we we did both pick him. Was it against Li Jingliang too? Yeah. Which in retrospect, terrible pick. Um, yeah. But like Fialo, you know, you mentioned his bad stats. His stats do scare some people away, right? But at the end of the day, his stats are bad because he fought Jake Matthews. His his stats are bad because he fought Michelle Pereira. Like he, he's fought tough guys, and when he's fought guys who are slower and he can outbox, he's knocked them out. So. Yeah, give me Fialo here. I, I like Fialo in this spot. All right. Both of us are agreeing on that. Fialo is the pick. All right. Let's get some chunky guy action, shall we? This is a fun. This is a fun Ch- matchup here. One half a chunky guy? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Chase Sherman is not chunky. No, he, he's no. not. He's not ripped, but he ain't chunky. Yeah. We got Chase Sherman. We got Waldo Cortez Acosta or Costa Cortez. Whatever. If uh, if Cormier is on the on the call, we shall see. Uh, Sherman, the vanilla gorilla, Ugh. sixteen and ten. Now 16. the only vanilla gorilla left yes. in the UFC, by the Jason way. Witt. Jason Witt is gone, so we have. For now, he's he remains a vanilla gorilla in the UFC. Chase Sherman, that is, sixteen and ten, fifteen knockouts, but knocked out four times, submitted twice, four and nine in the UFC, one and four over his last five. Uh, he did win his last fight though, uh, via TKO. He also was a bare knuckle fighting championship champion. He's more active landing strikes than Cortez Acosta. Somehow he has a 0.0 strike differential over 13 UFC fights. Somehow he's, ex- he's been hit exactly the same amount of time permit times per minute as he has hit his opponent. That's wild over that many fights. Plus 180 on Sherman. Salsa boy, Cortez Acosta, 8-0, four knockout, one submission. He's 1-0 in the UFC, 1-0 contender series, was a retail champ, 1-0 in Bellator, who also was a pro boxer. Two years younger than Sherman, he's outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by 2.41 strikes per minute. Grappling stats are in his favor as well, minus 220. You ready for this one? Uh, you're taking. You're not taking Chase Sherman, I'm going to take Chase Sherman. Whoa, we are <laughs> yeah. screen, you're right. You know, I, I didn't think you were going to be ready for this. And and here's why I'm taking Chase Sherman, too, is for me, Waldo Cortez Acosta just went and damn near got outboxed by Jared Vandera. <laughs> yep. Right. He And don't get me wrong. I picked Jared Vandera to beat Chase Sherman. I was wrong, but I picked him to beat Chase Sherman because I thought he would grapple. But I was like, if he boxes with Chase Sherman, he will lose. Jared Vandera almost boxed with Waldo Acosta or Cortez Acosta and won. Why, why would I feel good about him going in there and boxing with a guy who outboxed the guy who just outboxed him? Now, granted, MMA math doesn't work out that way. But the beauty of this fight is there's no style clash happening. There's two dudes who want to stand in the middle of the cage and box and one guy who showed spotty defense doing that. Yeah, I'm still taking them regardless, but uh, I know I you hear, are, but on principle, mostly on I hear principle, what you're not saying. on fact. <laughs> yes, I hear what you're saying. Um, Acosta, yeah, he's he's sloppy, uh, striking. I'm hoping he's he's improving a bit, but it hasn't been very long since he, the last he fight. hasn't had it. Yeah, he hasn't had it time. Yep. yep, he's got the power and athleticism, so I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can't pay Chase Sherman, so. We'll see. Hopefully, I Chase know Sherman you can't brings Chase you. Sherman, but I'm telling you, you could. <laughs> Hopefully, he brings you much, much rewards for your. What are you getting him at? Plus uh, 180. So enjoy that. 
I'm gonna so, I'm gonna gloat the hell out of that. Oh one my God, <laughs> he will be he'll be on your Mount Rushmore. You're, you're we're looking for another head to go up there. So maybe I think maybe I think we're up to one. We got three on the Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah. Uh, G, GM three GM three yeah. Petrosky in. Uh, oh, who is the third one? It, it's gonna come to me. Give me a second. God. Oh, you, the um, Monstret Ruiz. Oh, Mon- Monstret Ruiz. Yeah. Ruiz, yes. Yes. Plus, plus uh, 300 on the money line, baby. <laughs> yep. All right. Light heavyweight, co-main event, Jan Kudalaba versus Kennedy and Zichukwu, or Zichukwu, or what, <laughs> he was called some fun things on another show I listened to. <laughs> Jan Kudalaba was called an interesting name, too. It was Ian or something. Anyhow, the Hulk, Kudalaba, 16-8-1 with one no contest, 12 knockouts, two submissions, but knocked out twice, submitted four times, five and seven in the UFC, He's got 0-2 and 1-4-1 and over his last six. He, he's been sub- submitted in his last two fights. Used to fight at heavyweight. 2012 was his pro MMA debut. He was a Sambo champion. He's a year younger than Enzo Chukwu. Striking stats in his favor over Enzo Chukwu. He, and he has outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.32 strikes per minute. Plus 145, the number on the board for him. Enzo Chukwu, the African Savage. That's his nickname. I'm not saying that. That's that's his nickname. I didn't say it. He's 10-3. Seven knockouts. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. There's a lot of um, interesting nicknames on this card that could get you in trouble, eh? There's another one coming up in the main event. Interesting. Black, black beast. Not good. <laughs> we got a va- vanilla gorilla, an African savage, and a black beast. Like, come on, people. Um, and hot chocolate. Dan made that uh, made that uh, scandalous as well. I'm so. pretty sure you made that scandalous. <laughs> no, never. All right. Enzichuku, 10-3 with seven knockouts. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. Four and three in the UFC. One and two over his last three. He did win his last fight via TKO. Two and zero on the contender series. They made him surprisingly made him come twice because uh, he would should be the type of guy Dana White would be all over. But um, used to fight at heavyweight, four inches taller than Kudalaba, eight inches of reach on him. He's outstruck his opponents in the UFC and contender series by one point three five strikes per minute, minus one seventy five. The number on the board for Enzichukwu, who I will be picking. Kudalaba is pretty much um, seems like he's done. He's uh, his his days of a being a I don't want to say a top uh, top fighter, but you know um, above average fighter seems to be over. He just keeps losing, and he's fighting a much better striker with huge power and eight inches reach to uh, implement that striking with. So give me Kennedy and Sachukwu at minus one seventy five. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Kennedy and Zuchiku too. Here's the thing too that that really worries me about Kudalaba. Kennedy is is really put a lot of stock in his wrestling. I talked about how Fortis MMA is turns people into wrestlers or gives them good wrestling defense. He came out last time completely unexpected and plowed five big takedowns on Carl Roberson. Um, and not that he couldn't have beat Carl Roberson up on the feet, he certainly could. But like. He just went in there and he grappled the hell out of him. So, like, even if Kudalaba does get in in the grappling department, I don't think he's going to have a very good time of it uh, with Kennedy and Zuchuku. So, I think that's bad for him. I think the striking's bad for him. I think the fact that Kennedy and Zuchuku is really durable, too, also could cause him problems. Because, damn, Kennedy almost got submitted by Danilo Marquez and almost got knocked out by Carlos Alberg. He survived both of those fights and one in later rounds. So like, I think both, all of those things just lead to a giant nightmare for Ian Kudalaba. There you go. All right. We agree. Once again, to the main event we go. 
It is a heavyweight matchup. Derek Lewis versus Sergey Spivak. Um, Paul, we'll tell you about Lewis first. The Black Beast, the aforementioned Black Beast, uh, is 26 and 10 with one no contest, 21 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out seven times, submitted once. He's 17 and 8 in the UFC. However, he's lost two straight, and he's only won one of his last three. All of his last three losses have been via knockout or TKO. Was a regional champ before this. 2010 was his promo May debut. He's 50, uh, based on the last weigh-ins, he was 15 pounds heavier than Spivak was for his fight. He's got an inch of reach on him. He's another guy, 0. 0.0 strike differential, which is insane over 25 fights. But he exactly he gets hit as much as he hits his opponent. Uh, plus 160, the number on Lewis. Polar Bear, Spivak, 15-3, seven knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Six and three in the UFC. Won two straight fights and five of six. He's won his last two fights via TKO. He was a regional champ. He's 10 years younger than Lewis. Striking stats in his favor, and he's one and a half times more active landing strikes. Plus, his strike differential is plus 0.83 strikes per minute in the UFC. Grappling stats in his favor as well, minus 195. And this is his first UFC main event. I'm not sure. If, has he been in a five-round fight before? Probably not, right? I don't know the answer to that offhand. Uh, we could put okay. the intern on that, although he's not looking done- if he's if he's gone the insurance probably getting donuts again yeah. um <laughs> no he, he he's never gone past the third round at least so okay good, we'll good to know there. good to know all right um shoot so so my, my pick is i'm gonna say that sergey spivak is definitely better in the grappling department yeah. i think from a technical standpoint and a closing distance standpoint he's probably also much better there um i think up against the cage he's better i think his cardio is probably better and I'm picking Derek Lewis. Um, <laughs> um, I'm picking Derek Lewis because he needs one punch, and that's it. And I don't think Sergey Spivak fits the bill of somebody who can avoid that one punch. If you look at all the people who Derek Lewis has lost to, they are either people with the ability to hit him really, really hard, or people who have gotten really, really good at uh, at, at striking defense, right? Like surreal gain can do both of those, right? He can hit you hard and he's got a good uh, striking distance. Sergey Pavlovich and Tai Tuivasa, they can both hit you really hard. Junior Dos Santos and the time could hit you really hard. Daniel Cormier, hard to hit. I just don't think that Sergey Spivak is any of those things, right? Like he's a blanket and he's, he's a good wrestler, but not a great wrestler. Not to the point where I'm like, oh, he's definitely just going to hold Derek Lewis down nonstop. And I think he's got to get on the inside. This is a guy who ate 59 punches from Alexi Olenek, who I largely think to be one of the worst boxers in the heavyweight division. So, like, how many is he going to eat from Derek Lewis, and how many does he need to eat from Derek Lewis before he takes a nap? You say Cormier, by the way, which is fun. It's been a long time since <laughs> I heard a Cormier out of your mouth. Um, oh, as my as my laptop moves into battery saver. Saver mode, I better not make oh, it. Oh, uh, Jesus. No, I, don't worry. <laughs> we got plenty of time here. Uh, yes, you talked me off of picking. I was thinking about picking Spivak, but you brought up a lot of good points on Top Turtle, and then you brought you just mentioned most of them here. Made me dig deeper into it and think more about it. But yes, Lewis is still impossible to finish unless you are a precision, hard-hitting striker, which Spivak is not. He's more of a ground-you-out type of guy. Um and you don't, you don't ground out Derek Lewis. What's he going to do? He's going to take him down. Derek Lewis is going to get back up if he feels like it, right? He'll just stand that's right what, back yeah, up. That's what I think. And Spivak, yeah, uh, he's never fought someone who hits like Derek Lewis. And it takes one shot. And power does not go away. Um, so I'm going with 
Derek Lewis as well. Um, it, it hurts to pick against him anyhow. So give me the plus one sixty money on this. Boom, love it. Fun, right? <laughs> you probably you probably think we're done, but no, we're not done. People, recommended plays are coming in your ears now. Hundred bucks. We'll spread it out anyway, anywhere we want on the card. Um, Dan would probably get a little reckless because he's in a hole, um, and I am not. So we'll, we'll let Dan go first and see what he's got for you this time. All right, so I'm gonna I'm going to play it way safer than I did last week. So you know I okay. I made five picks last week, every single one of them underdogs. I'm gonna play mostly in the favorite money here. So I'm gonna start with um, thirty bucks on uh, Marina Mraz, just straight right. up. The Iron Lady at minus one eighty five. All right, um, I will take. Give me. $25 on Andre Fialo at pick a money minus 110. Because I think Sal is, is washed. Oh, yep. And see. that was that was gonna be my second play. I'll take 30 on okay. Fialo. 30 Fialo. Wow, you, he really is being a Jeff Trox here. All right. Um give me 50 on Jack Della Madalena. I know it's a huge line, but no win. Um and I, I could get fancy and say knockout, but um so if you if you guys want to get more uh, risky than me, then go by all means take him via knockout. But I'll, I'll just uh, recommend money line in this fight minus four seventy. And I'm going to take my next thirty and play it on Jack Della Madalena's knockout line. <laughs> all right, which is what my <laughs> minus one seventy five right now okay. is what I'm seeing. Ko minus one seventy five. All right, you're, you're down to twenty five bucks, and yes. I'm down to ten. Hmm. Um, what other line did I like? So okay, let's give you let's get one from the prelim portion. Let's get uh yeah, I like Moreau's as well. Give me uh 25 on Moreau's minus 185. So on the same page for both of them, money line Moreau's, money line uh Fialo, and then I'm gonna take the KO on Metalena and you're just gonna take him straight up. Yep. So my last play here, I got 10 bucks left. This is where it gets yep. real crazy. So oh you mentioned Eon Kudalaba has been subbed in back-to-back fights, right? Yep. I mentioned that Kennedy Zuchuku has been much better in the grappling department lately. You're Scoring not going to. Some takedowns. <laughs> and, and get this, you know, one of those submissions from Ian Kudalaba was to Kennedy Zuchuku's teammate, Ryan Spann. So I'm going to go with the Kennedy Zuchuku submission line here with my last 10 bucks. Do you want to guess what I can get that at? Oh, probably a crazy because he's never submitted anyone. So what is it at? 12 to 1. I'm going to take wow. plus, plus 1,200 Kennedy Zuchuku by submission. Uh, when that one catches, he goes on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. So in re- a recap here, he's got Marina Moroz. He's got Andre Fialo, both on money lines. He's got. JDA Jack Della Madal- JDM, excuse me, Jack Della Madalena via knockout. He's got Kennedy and Sachuku via sub. I got Fiala money line, Jack Della Madalena money line, Marina Moreau's money line. And for the full event, we both have Derek Lewis. We both have Ensachuku. He has Sherman. <laughs> I have Costa. Cortez Acosta. See, I'm doing it. Um, we both have Fialo. We both have Jack Della Madalena. And now I almost forgot, but no, I can't forget this. It's our Hungry Man John, super fan parlay. Maybe it'll hit this week. Maybe this is the week. 
it, it's going to be just a little bit bigger than Jeff Kennedy's Ajuku by submission, uh, which could be a hungry man jong all by itself. Yeah. Um, right. But this one's actually a little bit bigger than this one. Uh, I'm going to start with Derek Lewis by knockout. Uh, yeah. You could, I mean, like, sure, you could take the Derek Lewis money line at plus 160 or plus 165 or whatever you're seeing it at. Him by knockout is plus 230. If he's going to win, he's going to win by knockout, right? He's not going to decision this one. So might as well grab the, the knockout line here, plus 230. I'm going to pair that with Vanessa Demopoulos by submission. I think she's going to get the sub in this fight, and that's plus 330, which is kind of a steep line here. So uh, pair those two together, and you get plus 1319. All right, demo, sub, plus 1319. A strange number, but... We shall take it. So Lewis, knockout, demo, sub. All right. Boom. We did it. Nothing bad happened. Hopefully it recorded. If it didn't record, I guess you guys aren't hearing me say that it didn't record. But uh, thanks for listening to the show. Oh, before I go, I just rhymed. Uh, I've got to tell you about a couple cool things we're doing here at SGPN. We got a World Cup contest. And we are brought to you by the SGPN World Cup. A free roll, $250 cash and $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Make sure to check out all the World Cup content at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and our merch store where you can get Gumby, God Gear, and MMA Gambling Podcast Gear, which is our favorite stuff. Um, all the stuff there is quality, though. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the degen in your life. And from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use promo code Dallas Sucks. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code D A L L A S S U C K. S. Boom. Now we did it all. Um, so get in the Discord, chat with us, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We always have new faces popping in there. You can chat with us on, on the fights this week, and it'll be lots of fun. Uh, or if you prefer on Twitter, the account Gumby runs for the show. It's SGPN MMA. Mine is Jeff Fox Writer. His is Gumby Reeland. My MMA writing and pick a free pick'em contest is at moneymma.substack.com. So give it a subscribe and you can enter the free contest. Uh, Gummy's top turtle MMA podcast is a must listen this week. Jack Della Madalena and he calls Brady, me a legend, by the way. He calls you a legend. <laughs> yes, everyone knows now. And Brady, he stand. Um, and we get all the stuff obviously, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We cover every sport there. World Cup is getting ready to kick off, and we got a bunch of World Cup coverage, plus a new World Cup podcast that our buddy Malcolm is hosting. So make sure you get that in yours as well. You're, so, gonna, you're gonna learn some new idioms on that podcast. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if Malcolm's involved, you definitely will. Um, we'll be back in your ears on Sunday with a recap. The Monday, who knows? It's Thanksgiving week, so no UFC. We will have something fun to bet on. I think Gumby has some ideas already, so don't worry. We got you covered. Um, we'll let you take us home, Gumby. All right. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the king of Kung Fu, Jeff Fox. And we yep. will see you on Sunday. 